Yeah. Welcome to the She Word. Conversations that women rarely have, but really should. And today's conversation is about women and age. And my guests are Helga Alul, German-born, Maltese-lived businesswoman, campaigner, mover, and shaker, who is not only inspirational for her achievements, but your bright, enthusiastic, and formidable example of what a woman can truly achieve. And also Andri Andriana De Batista, who is a model. Well, not a model. I'm going to say model, no. singer, <laughs> producer, presenter, businesswoman who shows absolutely no signs of stopping. And Sam Robedo, founder of the Olwyn Foundation, an organization set up to protect the rights of women and girls around the world and help them thrive, but also a mum and a wife who splits her time all around the globe. Ladies, thank you so much for being with me on this show. I'm going to be talking to you guys about age. So before we do this, Let's I would think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, Andy set the tone for the show. Um, before we do this, listen, I just want you guys to kind of, I've introduced you, but I'd like you to take a little bit longer to just give a, a few minutes of your backstory to explain who you are and how you got to where you are today. So over to you, Helga. Okay. A few minutes, okay? A few <laughs> minutes. I promise. I mean, as you already said, I'm German-born, but I came to Malta way, way back. So I have been living here now for 48 years, married 45 years, had a very, very good career. But now I have also, on top of it, five grandchildren, the youngest one two months, gorgeous baby girl. So I'm still a bit involved actively in business. I cannot let go. But my prime priority are now my grandchildren. Okay. Well, you're being a bit shy on that because you actually have been involved in so many aspects of employment and worth work structure in Malta. We're going to come to that as part of your story. But for you, Andy, what, what's your story? Well, um, I'm not a model. <laughs> Well, I try hard to, you know, stay, stay in shape. Um, uh, I'm 48 years old now. I used to be a teacher. I was a teacher for 20 years. Um, but now I decided, well, about five years ago, my partner, Melanie Kelly, and myself have decided to just stop teaching and pursue our dream, which always has been television. Um, I've, I've, I've been a singer for a while, but, you know, when you're used to having a normal wage and the money comes every at the end of every month, the most difficult thing is saying, okay, this is it. I'm going to try to follow my dream and money is not necessarily going to come every single month, uh, but you're going to follow what your passion is. And right now I can say that I am following my passion. I am a singer, I'm a producer, I'm a presenter, but I'm also... A kid. A model? Oh, sorry. I'm not a model, yeah. <laughs> Anyone who would like to hire me as one. <laughs> um, uh, I am a kid. I'm a kid at heart. Um, uh, I, I literally don't relate 
to what I used to think 48-year-old women were at the time when people used to tell me I'm 48. I mean, I remember the day once I asked my mom, how old are you? And she said 37. And I remember thinking, hmm, that's old. And now I'm 48. <laughs> and I and feel like just, a 12-year-old. You've just answered every question on this. Oh, right. So we can go again now. Oh, that's <laughs> it. We're done. Show done. That's all over. But it's true. I don't relate to the age. I don't. And in fact, when you think in, in a year and a bit, I'm going to be 50 we're coming to that. I'm like, <laughs> this is the next question. Leave my yeah. questions alone. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay. Sam, over to you. Uh, okay, so as you mentioned, I am um, the founder of a foundation. Um, we um, um, uh, run programs and collaborate with organizations that um, support women and girls, particularly with um, accessing education. Um, my background is also is also education. I ran a theater project for many years in the UK. Um, I'm a designer. I'm a mother. Um, I have four children. Um, so I've evolved as we all have at different times in our lives. We're doing different things and our priorities are different. And I was thinking very much about this question today and I was thinking that my age and I will be 55 in November um at this point it's enabled me to have so much more freedom so funny enough the phases that you go through um you know with your career and early career and then having children and then then being a little bit older not yet a grandma but I'm really excited for it um but that actually what it's given me now at this point in my life is a greater degree of freedom to be able to do whatever I want to do Okay, which again, I do. Again, Sam, leave my questions alone. Sorry, okay. sorry. We're coming to that in a second as well. <laughs> but but I'm going to come right back to what you just said there a second ago, Andy, because you said we're coming up to 50. You and I are the same age and we're two years away from 50. And I've been, and even saying that makes me a little bit nervous. I embraced 40, 30 just passed me by. But for you ladies, and you've just said, Sam, you're 55, and we're not going to ask Helga her age because that would be rude. Oh, I mean, no, no, no. No problem. But I can tell you. Go on, you. tell us. Yeah. Of course. No. <laughs> I, just had, I just had my 75th birthday. God bless you. Yeah. God Amazing. bless you. Absolutely. <laughs> so let me ask each of you, and I'm going to start with you because you mentioned this, trepidation about being 50. I'm excited. No, no, no. I don't. I, I tell everybody I'm going to be 50. I'm quite... Whenever I speak to people, it's like, yeah, soon 50, you know, and for example, my mom tells me, don't stay saying, I'm like, I don't mind. I'm proud I'm 50. First of all, I'm, some people don't even get to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, it's a sign. It's, 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 thank God you're healthy. Thank God you're getting to 50. You should very well hope you're going to get to 60, 70, 80 and 90. You know what I mean? I'm excited about being 50. And thankfully, I mean, I... I look over, right? You know, so people usually go, wow, so it's a compliment. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? But did you, let's be honest. Did you feel that way about 40? No, 40, 40. Did, 40 did not feel like no. any different. I remember my mother when she turned 50. I remember being, my mother, I mean, I, I look up to my mother. My mom's my role model. My mom's going to be 77 and she looks fabulous. God bless her. Um, uh, so, but I remember when she was turning 50, she was like a bit sad. I'm like, what? You're 50 and you look like that, you know, and I want to be that. I want to be 50 and I want to be the 50-year-old people think, oh, yeah, why not? You know, I mean, I know I have wrinkles already. And the lucky part <laughs> is that I don't really see very well when I'm not wearing specs. <laughs> so I wake up in the morning and I go, hey, you're looking I'm good not. today. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I that's the secret. I don't need makeup today. Then I 
silly me decides to wear specs. And I'm like, you know? <laughs> Back in the day when we were 20, we never bothered with makeup. We just looked great. And now when you wear specs, you realize that, uh, that defect, that defect. But it's all about what you tell yourself, you know? If you tell, it's all about, I am a very big law of attraction person, okay? If I tell myself I'm, I'm fabulous, I look great. Not because I'm so proud, because I'm not. It's like me telling myself. Because you know what? If you tell yourself you're looking ugly, you're going to look ugly. You're going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're, you were nodding your head <laughs> no, frantically there. I, th- I think I have a bit of a different uh, experience. I mean, for me, the birthday I remember most, which sort of bothered me, was 40. 40 was quite a difficult birthday for me because you leave a bit your youth behind. Now it's going to be the 50s, the 60s. So that was quite a bit of a difficult one. From there on, no. I think I always said, but I feel still 25. I know I'm not, but I feel very young in my mind. In my mind. My, you know, mind. I always like to be with young people. They encourage me. They are fun. I see so much potential. So I think that keeps you as well very, very young. You know, so I, when I'm with young, with young people, especially women, I don't feel old. I feel at par with them. I can talk to them and I think they feel as well the same because if your mind remains young, you remain young, you know. It's, I mean, if you make you feel yourself old and let go. I'm going you know? to come to you, Sam. Any trepidation about 40 or 50 or anything that's coming ahead? 40, no. Funny enough, because I had my daughter when I was 40. So okay. it, I just, it kept me, yeah. you know, I was still in that very just youthful, I'm producing babies, oh I'm looking after. So she's my youngest. So I had her when I was 40. So no, not at all. 50, exciting, party, <laughs> celebrate, which we really, really did. And I did it in so many ways. Mm-hmm. I think I had a birthday for a whole year. I loved it. <laughs> and it was only really probably around, more around, well, I started sort of forgetting how, because 50 then went and that was a fabulous. And then it was sort of like 52, what am I, my 52, am I 53? And that's when it's a little bit more, perhaps just a, a greater sense of one's own transition and you're transitioning into a, a different part of your life namely possibly being a grandmother you know all of those things and I think 60 possibly is more of a like okay because none of us think I mean all my friends are my age and none of us think we're you know likewise we all we're all 25 in our minds we're all really active all working we're creating you know we're we're traveling we're doing as as much of the thing you know what we like and I think this feels like you know when they said the 40 was 50 is the new 40 and I'm like so now is like 60 the new 50 I mean I'm like you know or is 70 the new 60 and I think there's a sense of yeah 60 feels a little bit like you're going to be a bit older I'm not worried about it and I have no issue about telling anyone how old I am like you there's a little bit of like oh, and you have four children you know and then you get this sort of odd yes. kind of compliment and you're like yeah I do <laughs> yes I am you know <laughs> but that comes back to something you said right at the very beginning which was that now is your opportunity to shine now yeah. is your opportunity to do what you want and I'm assuming that's because your youngest is old enough to be independent and now is your time of opportunity is is that the case go on and yes, explain and that I a little bit more I feel really lucky about that because I started to you know I had my first job when I was 27 which was very young amongst my peers um so I sort of 
I, mean, I guess in a way I kind of missed out on a lot of the young things that people were doing at that time, like the traveling or, the, you know, the, the, my life changed dramatically. Um, and then in a way with having a child at 40, I felt very blessed with that. Um, uh, and, you know, was being considered a geriatric mother. That's yeah, yeah. actually what they call you, which <laughs> is just like, wow, that. okay. Um, but then I felt so youthful because I had a, a baby and a two-year-old and then two teenagers, which was challenging in itself. Um so, but what, yes, what I, I now feel is I feel youthful. I've had all of this experience, work, family, you know, all of the, the many different things that we've all done. And now it's like, I'm in my mid-50s and I can do, I don't have to, I can do what I like. What I like. And that's really incredible because I guess I'm, in, I'm not mm. having to look after someone else's baby. I'm not, a, you know, grandmother. I'm not, you know, my children are self-sufficient um, to, to a certain degree. Um, and so I have, I have a freedom that I haven't had since probably before being a mother. So in my mid-20s. And it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And that also comes with that sense of, you know, with menopause, with the changes. And there's a freedom that comes with it. And it's a really, it's wonderful. Celebratory, actually. Profusely, when Sam was just saying there about freedom, and you've obviously, you've had a very long and very successful career. Did you feel once you'd finished your career, and you've been revered, and you are revered throughout Malta and beyond for your successful career, but did you feel when you got to that point, when you got older, okay, now my life starts and I get to start enjoying freedom? Yes, in a certain way. I mean, because of, obviously, as you said, I had a very um, good career, but it was a very demanding job. I mean, sort of the 10, 12 hours. Um, when the kids had grown up, then I could as well have some free time, play golf, do things which I never had time before. Play golf? But uh, I still do, but not very good. I mean, <laughs> <clears throat> but I love the game, yes. And so I could do things I never had time before. But then when I retired, actually, sort of from very active business in 65, but then I kept still working because... But then I choose to do what I like to do, which was helping young women, young entrepreneurs, mentoring them. They came for advice. You know, they said, can we hire you as a consultant? I said, just come for a chat. Let's see what you need. Let me, you know, and that I think... They, they wanted sort of my experience, mm -hmm. a bit my wisdom. I, more than anything, wanted to know what they really wanted to get out from them because deep down they knew, but they needed just that tiny bit. Then somebody tells them, what you are thinking is good. Go for it. Yeah, you know, this confidence a bit. Yeah. Uh, am I right? Am I going the right way? And I think this mentoring part with young women is really something which has given me a lot of fulfillment. And that's when you say sort of, I have been a role model. Yes, obviously because of my career. And as I was in the public eye, president of the chamber and all that. So, and always the first woman, because I mean, in 74, when I came, there was no women in manufacturing business. So not even in Germany and other countries. So it was quite a bit of an oddball, uh, but, Sort of that I had sort of this prestige that they all looked up to me, but I could actually help them to bring out their potential. And believe me, there is so much talent here. Mm -hmm. So many good women, you know. And you've just touched on a point that I really want to get to in just a second about this wisdom and about experience and the values of us as older women. But before we get there, because, Andy, you just said that your dream started 
when you started working with Melanie and you were able to pursue that, how old were you when you started doing that? What's about five years ago? I think we were 42, 43. So you started living your dream when you were well into your 40s. Let me tell you, I started singing very late. Because back in the day when I started taking part in festivals and singing, I mean, I used to be competing or singing with people who had been doing it since they were 12 and I was already 30. So singing really late. I, um, I used, then I was a teacher for 20 years. I started producing and whatever really late. I started everything really late. When, you know, nowadays people have, people are more into telling their children, you know, trying to put their children on TV and stuff. I'd never had that. You know, my parents put me through school. They taught me the proper values of manners and stuff like that, but never pushed me artistically. My mother, incidentally, is a, an artist. She paints. She's a painter. She's just a very well-known Maltese artist. But we're always more into the academy. So I feel very lucky that the universe directed me there. They, my parents are extremely encouraging. So if I want to try something, they'll encourage it. But they won't push me themselves, you know, they, but they'll encourage everything. So my parents are encouraging me with meeting the right people. I believe the universe will direct you where your wish goes. I believe that completely. Um, but yes, I started very late. Um, and now I'm doing what I really love to do. But I wanted to say something else about aging, which... Maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm, I, I don't have children. I, 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 you know, I don't have children. So I never went through that part of, but I have super close friends who have had children and it's, you know, we, we complain, we're women. So it's like, I have the kid. <laughs> so Melanie must be thinking, she's talking about me. Um, it's like we, you know, cause we, we share everything with the girlfriend. So, you know. I never had children, but sometimes I see from far away. So please correct me from a spectator's point of view, that some women feel that that's the job. So when that's over, the second the kid stops needing you, what now? I never went to, through the what now, because I was, it's always about me, because I'm the kid. I don't have, I, I am not, mater, uh, you know, I am very maternal, because I have pets and I even probably smother my boyfriend too sometimes. But anyway, that's another story. Um, I am quite, caring and stuff, but I never went through the part where your life ends because there's your children. It doesn't end, it changes. No, no. It changes, it changes. everybody <laughs> says, say goodbye to your old self for no. a while. Well, I, never I think it, it so depends on the, in, uh, on the individual, on the person. On the person. Uh, but it's an interesting one because thinking about sort of um, the evolution of, of like my career and I'm, I'm, I'm sure, you know, the same. When I had um, my children and I stepped away from, I was running this this educational project and I was doing a lot of speaking and conferences and things like that. And then I was out and I was out for about, I guess, mm, over a year. And I remember thinking, this is going to be so hard to go back and do that because things have moved on, workshops are different, da, da, da. and it's actually not. It's just that you've, you, your identity becomes some, just becomes something other in that interim, and then it, you, you come back, you come back in a different incarnation you, in a you're, way. You're a different but person. You're, you're a different person, but you now have, you know, you have full of this experience. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I suppose it's very much whether you're someone who had a career to begin with, whether you, 
I mean, that whole empty nest syndrome is a very real thing for people, um, you know, perhaps who haven't been able to maintain um, that their sole focus has been on their children. And that's been their job, literally their job. Um, and I guess maybe within that, when your children go, then you're like, and yeah. now what? Yeah. What am I? Who am I? Um, so I think it's super, it's really individual. It's different you know, people. Because different people will, you know, because we do go through periods of time, for sure, where you lose your identity a bit because you're so sort of submerged, but you're, you're coming into a new identity. It's just a... From the other point of view, you and I have something in common. Not only are we the same age, but we both have not had children neither of us have had children neither of us have had a family did you ever Andy get to that point where you said to yourself okay I am now 47 48 that's it that's over that's never going to happen did you ever grieve for that of course yes um, but that's a whole different program if you don't invite me to that one <laughs> I'll invite you to that don't worry <laughs> um, um, yeah. yes well when I was about to hit 40 you know I did try. It was not in the cards for me. But I am blessed with the fact that I'm not one of those women who needed kids or else. Mm -hmm. I feel very sad for women who's, who can't have children and they really want them. Now, I really wanted them, don't get me wrong, but I deviated very quickly. I did grieve. But maybe I didn't go because I heard. Obviously, we're girls. We have our circle of friends, and I have the circ I have the friends who have managed to have children like that, and I have the friends who have had to work for them, and I had the friends who have had marriages end because they couldn't. Now I saw all that, and when it came my turn, okay, I can't have children. Um, the situation is no children. Okay, so we will go this way quickly. I did grieve, and I still grieve, and I, but. Again, I'm a big believer. Okay, that's not just, the direction for life. me, God. Let's go, let's move on, all right? And like I said, different program, lots more to say, because I have a lot to say. I just, I'm trying to. Um, but I, then I, I am a mother to my, this is another thing. I, I am a mother to my pets. Not the same, I know. I am sometimes a bit of a mother to my boyfriend. Not the same, I know. And I am a big mummy to my parents. Because you know what I mean? Not the same, I know. But my point is, there is a way to release your love. Mm -hmm. There is a way to fulfill your love. And I believe that at every step of your life, you're going to be given opportunities to release that love. You know what I mean? I mean, right now, my parents are in their 70s, and they know, even they're watching, that it's my biggest fear, their age. But I know that... But hang on a second. You saying your parents are in your 70s, Helga's, you know, yeah. heading to that age and she's <laughs> and I, doing and, mighty and fine. Yeah, <laughs> great, fine, no problem. But nature is nature, you know what I mean? <clears throat> but, and my parents have never been the old type of parents. So I know that when I'm in my, for me, age doesn't matter because that's what they've shown me, you know? But it, I think it was a very interesting conversation, especially when you said about motherhood and whatever. But I mean, I remember I always wanted children. All right, and thanks, thanks God I had to. But then I always wanted as well to be myself. I loved business and I loved working. So I was very drawn 
No, mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. I want I want mm-hmm. both. Mm-hmm. Can I have both? Mm-hmm. You know, and I come from a very con. Uh, I mean, my parents were very conservative. Mummy at home, sort of this background. I mean, in fact, when I was pregnant with the first one, my mother said, "Now, you're going to stay home." I said, "If I can, no." You know, because and thanks God, I had a husband who understood. <clears throat> though I had a partner, because for me, what was very important is that I will be a happy mother. Mm-hmm. And I can only be happy if I am fulfilled. Absolutely. My children don't ask me to stay home no. and change no. nappies and no. give feed. What they ask me is to give them quality time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that I always gave. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have to wash the floors or change the nappies all the, all the day. You know, I had to be there when they needed me to talk to me every day, mm-hmm. cook for them or whatever. So that was always, and I know that at the beginning, and I mean, obviously at my age, we are going back a long time. A lot of women, especially in Malta, and I have to say it, made me feel very guilty. Yeah, mm, I'm sure. I'm no, you I'm are sure. not a real mother, because I was out there in the business world. And that, I mean, quite often I was torn. I mean, will I harm my children or whatever? Thanks God I had a husband who was a hands-on husband did everything we were a very good team we were parents there was never a very strict mother role and father role Who, whoever was next I mean there was always somebody there yeah but my husband could play the mother role I could be the yeah. father role in fact I was always a bit stricter one he was a more spoiling very different <laughs> roles you know but uh, and I think even when I told you that I mean when I spoke speak to young Women especially, they very often tell me, because that was one of the things, because I always said one of my biggest achievements was to have both. Mm -hmm. That I was fulfilled in my personal dream I had and life I wanted, and yet I was blessed to have two children. And I would think if you ask my children, I think... Definitely, no regrets, exactly. very proud of me. Exactly. We're very close as a family, still very, very close. I mean, my daughter works like me, her husband works half day only because he's a houseman. So they learned from our way of bringing them up that both can work and it's very important to be yourself, to be happy. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you are at home, a mother, and you always say, my God, because of this kids, I can't do this or... God the kid forbid. will, the kid will get used to it. My, no. I, can, I can relate from the other point of view. My mom's an artist. She paints. And um, when we were born, obviously, she... My mom's always been a bit, you know, artistic. My father's more of the rock, okay? Um, when we were young, I remember being jealous of my friends um, because their mommy used to help them with homework. My mom used to go to the School of Arts and learn art. Nowadays, my whole house is covered in gorgeous art. <laughs> but the thing is this, I know that my mom had a little bit of a, a little bit of a challenge with people who might have looked down on her, but I had nothing less as a, as a child. So when I grew up with a mother like that, who till today, she's gonna be 70 something. I promise I'm not gonna say ma, what age you are. <laughs> um, And she's still young at heart. She's young at heart because she was allowed by my dad, by whatever, by, you know what, by her hard head because she wanted to paint, to do what she dreamt to do. And till today, she's young. She's, she's the one I chat with. She's, she's the one we joke with, you know? She, and my father the same. Because really and truly, there is no, in my opinion, I might be talking too much, 
There's no role. If this is who you are, be that. And you don't age. But you're talking from a point of wisdom of a woman who's 48. And this comes back to what you said, Helga, about guiding, about taking your wisdom, your experience, uh, and, and everything that you've learned over your last number of years, and being able to pass that on to others. And this comes back to this matter of age, because you're saying this, that you understand your mum now but i did under al, as an adult but i never judged her before either because i i had no for me that was the norm but bringing this back to the topic of age age but <clears throat> we're talking about wisdom and passing on that wisdom and that wisdom that you've forgotten you've experienced and you talked about being able to do that now there is a the statistic that shows that in other cultures that are not Western cultures, that that experience is really revered and really respected. And yet, 50% of women over the age of 45 think that they are transparent in culture because they don't have a role anymore. And that might come back to not being able to make the transition out of the parent role that you just mentioned. So is this the way that we do it? Is, is Helga's solution... Uh, to, to mentor, is that what we do as women when we get above 45? Because 45 to me seems really young. Well, 45 is young. I mean, yeah, absolutely, it is really young. And uh, But I think what Helga was saying about mentoring is is also so valuable um, and, and, again, so interesting because that, specifically as an older woman for younger women, because, like you say, they're seeking the knowledge and the experience and, and almost being given permission to be confident, permission to seek. And what you're learning, and as I learn too, is to be curious and to listen and ask the question. So it's a, it's a wonderful dialogue. Um, <clears throat> so 45 is young. I think 45 is very young. I think 55 is young. I think 75 is young. I mean, I think you're as, young, as old or as young you as you. I, I, I'm I don't very feel curious. Don't I'm feel very old. curious to see in, a, in 20 years' time whether the 20-year-olds of today are going to feel transparent. Because the twenty-year-olds of today are so different. Exactly from yeah. the because when I was twenty, I was different from my twenty-year-old mom, but I'm really different now from my twenty-year-old niece. Way more different. Are you understanding me? Mm -hmm. The gap now, in my opinion, is so much bigger with internet, with Instagram, because technology. With confidence. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't have the confidence that my twenty-year-old niece has. Mm -hmm. And I'm, do you, but hang but, on a second, hang on. Mm. Do, you, do you really think there's confidence? Because the show that we've had with social media influencers and body image and the shows that preceded this suggests that confidence is not in young people. I, I don't. I don't think you don't are know. so right. They they pretend to be because of the technology. They worldwide. They know what's going on. This confidence. But I think what they are losing out is learning these values. Because you need down at the base, you need the values. And that you cannot, I mean, by just looking at these closet things and internet and, and Facebook and what the other one is doing, what they are eating every day. I mean, this is all very artificial. I think what they need is real values. And in fact, like when you said as well, mentoring, when I speak to young women, and very often I'm being asked, how did, will I manage to have children and a career? How can I do it? And I said, look, 
it's the quality you're giving to your children. I mean, for me, it was always important to have every evening a meal with them and we, everybody around the table, I need to talk, I need to talk, my day was this way. That is important, that they know they can talk to you, you know the issues. I mean... All right, you can take a takeaway meal. It's not that you cook or whatever, but that that's, you are that's sad so to listen to them, mm-hmm. that they know whatever they can talk that's to so you. That's so interesting. And you need to have then a discipline in your time. You need to know exactly what time you want to spend and on what with mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. You know, not, I mean, you can do both, but it needs good time management and it needs discipline. Like, for example, for, for us, so, I mean, and it needs possibly, if you have a partner, the right partnership. Because I, I must say, I mean, obviously without my husband, I think it would have been very, very different. He was a big part of that, that we managed that. But for example, as well, every weekend, and I still, you know, oh, thought of certain things never die. I mean, I still, you can reach me till Friday evening. Then my phone is totally either off or ignored. Monday morning, I go back. If I have a missed call, I go back. I, I, my weekend is my leisure time with my family, now with my grandkids, and I always had that. Business never interrupted my weekend with my family. But hearing this from a lady who has had one of the most successful business careers in Malta is essential to younger generations. They need to know that actually the social media, the influencers, the posting everything that you've eaten isn't going to make you successful And it's so constant that it scares me. It's scared. I mean, I follow influencers, and this, this show is not about influencers. But I say, oh my God, they post everything. And I'm like, it's going to pass you by, and you're going to be 30 soon, and you won't even have enjoyed that steak because you're posting a picture of it rather than having it while it's hot. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But anyway, that's another story. Well, it's Fine. not it's really so because ha- how do we, you mean you're making a good point that comes again Don't from Don't get point me wrong, I do post, uh, but... Every steak. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but that comes from a point of wisdom and it, that's exactly what we're saying is that the values that us around the table have that younger generations don't have. And I can remember being 20 years old and thinking that I was different because I knew everything. everything. But every 20-year-old thinks they know everything. And I think that is the one thing and that I hasn't was changed. so judgmental. And I will say it on every television I can. I was so judged. You know what I'm thankful for with age mostly? Slapping me in the face because I was so, I mean, I am separated, okay, with, from a man who's one of my greatest friends, love him to bits, we're still great friends. But I remember when I was younger, I was so judgmental, no, married women don't do that, Girl, girls with a boyfriend don't do that, mm, she's a slut, mm, she's that, nah, nah. I remember when it happened to me, the separation, the the very first thing I literally, I literally saw it. I literally saw it. Me on me on a me on a mountain, and suddenly, I'm in the boat with everybody else, and it felt great, not to be on that mountain anymore because I was such a judgmentally youngster, and now I'm totally non-judgmental because now I've been through stuff. 
And now when I hear stories of <clears throat> that one, that one did that with that one, you know what? I feel so much. I am the fact that I'm 48. I can now say, listen, chill. Give her the time of day. Give him the time of day. Maybe he did that because of that. Because now when you're older, you know that it's not necessarily that happened because that. Now there's a there's a spectrum. I mean, my mm -hmm. brother, my brother used to tease me. Used to tell me, Anne, life is not black and white." And I'm like, "No, life's black and white. No sex before marriage. No this. No that." I was like, <laughs> "And now I'm 48." And not as free as I would love to be, but much freer. Because I'm 48. Does freedom come from age, Sam? Does freedom come with age? Uh, well, I, I mean, we're free when we're young and we're teenagers and we can do what we like and we don't have any responsibility. We, you know, age, we have a lot of responsibility. You know, I have aging parents. I have, uh, you know... Teen, you know, late teenage, you know, children. I have so uh, that have a lot of responsibility, but within that responsibility, yes, my age and what I've, yes, what I've accrued um, from working, from bringing up children. Yes, it's given me, it's it's given me a freer space to operate in because I don't have to. I mean, we're always thinking about the people we love. I mean, of course, but I don't have to be there for everybody all the time so yes there is a great freedom with that but I've you know we've all earned it you know you know truly what I think is as well very very important with aging that you actually keep active because I mean I know people of a certain age maybe even my age who are old mm -hmm. honestly and I could understand youngsters saying oh my god they still believe we have to be like we were 20 years back. They never accepted reality. I mean, you can only be have the wisdom or help them or mentoring them when you stay active, when you get to know what's going on in the world, you are relevant to them. You can understand the world they are living now and the changes and then bring in what you from your value side knew because certain values will always remain. But obviously life and their life changes. So you have to be aware of that. If you don't, if I mean, especially, and I see that as well, I mean, especially around here, a bit in Malta, where people resist change a lot. And they then the youngsters change, and they see that so suddenly, so fast. Then, because with technology now, they are all of a sudden now connected to the whole world, and they have stayed back. They didn't change with them. They didn't. They didn't make this breakthrough. And that I think then no, then you can't be the wisdom leader. And with old, so you need to be. Uh, and then as well, your age will become a problem for mm -hmm. you. Whereas if you stay active, if you stay young of mind, if you are interested in getting to know what's going on in the world, then I think age actually can be very nice because you are mature. You are appreciating certain things in a complete different way than when you were young. Absolutely. You know, you obviously as well weigh things differently. Where before, as I said, when I was 26, adventure, driving down to Malta, taking risks, I didn't even think they were risks. <laughs> Well, that's when I was young. Yeah. And the young ones, thanks God, are like that. Mm -hmm. That's why they are changing the world. Yeah, thanks absolutely. God. But when you are older, then you would start looking a bit at yeah. both sides. Yeah. Is that fine? Is that not? And I think that's where you then could be a very good sounding board for them, for their risk-taking, their 
going out, getting it, and you say, yes, do. But be, be, uh, be careful that you have a plant based. This could be happening. Just be aware. Go for it. But think a bit more before you just jump. And that, I think, is where these good connections can come in, where you, as a more mature person, yet having gone through all that and still understanding you, you can help. I and think. the youth keep you young, too. Yes, because, and it keeps because you it young. Because it keeps yet. you young. Yes. Of course. Um, and your yes. curiosity keeps you uh, young. And I mean, the fact I'm you keep learning from... For me, being surrounded by young people makes me feel good. Yeah. And when I see the potential, and when I see the way they are thinking at things, and especially in, I mean, I must say, in today's world, we need the youth to change things. Absolutely. I mean, and they are the, the, the changer. Yep. So we need to really support them, get them out, maybe then mellow them sometimes a yeah. bit, because, but it, it has a good, a good and a bad side. But that's where the both, the age and the youth can really come together and be forced, more forceful mm -hmm. and more effective, maybe. You were nodding <laughs> profusely and agreeing oh, with yeah. all of that. Would you add, I mean, we all want to stay young, no matter, and what you were just saying is that age, our physical age does not dictate how old we are. Would you add to anything of that? The best way to stay young, to stay youthful, even as years advance? Yeah, well, I would reiterate everything that Helga said, because I think being engaged and being curious and and being open to learn um, from from the younger generations is, is absolutely key for changing the world. I mean, we're in a, I mean, we can give this another program. It's another, 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 another episode, another show, um, you know, climate change and et cetera, et cetera. But, um, but I do think it keeps us, it, it keeps us relevant because we're engaged in the conversation. And I think that is, that's key to staying, just, you know, to staying relevant, to staying, um, to staying youthful is and, and understanding that you can contribute, that we've got so much, because I feel like I, I'm in my poor children, but I feel I have a lot to contribute uh, and, 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 you know, to help guide. But, I, but also I learned so much from them. Um, and there, you know, we were talking about roles and, and it's so interesting because obviously like, the, the, the role of men in childcare has changed so much. It doesn't just land anymore I mean, not across the board, but you know, there is such, there's such a shift in in our in our culture, and there's such a shift um, in 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 roles, um, you know, and it's far more commonplace and far more acceptable for men to be changing nappies and to be at home and to be the primary caregiver. Right? Yeah, I know yeah, many men who are, and so there's such a so like you were saying with the, the younger, you know, your twenty year old niece. Absolutely, it's completely different because their expectations will be completely different, um, and how they how they expect to raise a family may be you know completely different to how it was for me and how it was for you know for you. So I think that um, just there's just much to learn, and I think the learning and the engagement and understanding that you can affect. Um, you know. <coughs> but, but but also you know you have now I mean obviously with technology and all they have much more flexibility yes. as well in their work patterns. And it, it has changed so yes. drastically. Yeah. And I mean, when I see especially young couples, how engaged young men now mm -hmm. are with their children, mm -hmm. it really makes me feel good because I know I had a husband like that, but he was the exception. Yeah. Now it's the norm. Now and it is the norm. Them, 
the father changing a nappy or whatever, or the, the, the mother saying, oh, she needs a nappy change. No problem, you know. And I'm so glad because they are gaining being of part course, of their children. Of course. And not being this very defined roles yeah. we used to have, the no. strict father, the sp spoiling mother, you know, mm -mm -mm. this very old-fashioned thing. And I think that is as well where technology and flexibility is helping now, mm -hmm. that they can be more at home, they can choose a bit how they work, if they want to be on their own, do things on their own, not anymore in this nine to five, you know, mm -hmm. strict. I mean, that is where we see the changes, you know. Yeah. You can and fashion they, your own um, dynamic. Yes, um, you can fashion your own family dynamic. And I think it's, it's good that these changes are happening, really, yeah. you know. Sam just used a word back then that completely cut through the statistic of women, 50% uh, of women over 45 feeling that they're transparent. And that word is relevant. You said you, the, the goal is to remain relevant. And that defines exactly what you were just saying as well, Helga. But you've been to, both talking about that in the, family, in the context of family. And for us, maybe our relevance is different. Andy, how do you see that you would be continuing your relevance well into I, you know years what? beyond? You know what? I see the word relevant to me. Like, it touched you, but it didn't touch me. Because to me, as long as I'm relevant to me, I'm relevant. You know what I mean? I, I want to wake up every morning and feel that I have a relevance in my life in the sense that if what I love to do is paint on glass, if it gives me pleasure, if my day is fun because I've painted on glass, if I can eat, I can... If, if, if a day is worth living, it's worth living. It's, so sometimes relevant might mean that you're still <clears throat> contributing, you know? Um, now, I obviously am a person who loves to contribute. And I love to be in the, in the spotlight. So I... I but, but I also want to maybe send a message without being arrogant to people who are unlike me. And all they like to do is they like, they like to knit. So knit. So well, I, I, it's, it, you're happy. If you're happy, uh, you're not dead yet. No. You're happy. I think the relevance is not only when you have a family. Obviously, if you have a family... It is more pronounced because you are in that. But I think the relevance is more like you as well. If To give young, especially women, young women the feel, that if you are happy, if you feel what you are doing... Then they can look up good, to that. ...is giving something, is making somebody feel better or the, the world nicer or good in artists or good in business, creating a company. I mean, this confidence in themselves. Themselves. And I think it doesn't need parenthood. To do, do that. I mean, parenthood sometimes, in fact, is actually, like I said, for me, it was a crossroad. Can I do both? Because I wanted to be this fulfilled person myself mm -hmm. and relevant to myself, mm -hmm. that I feel good, and yet I wanted the children. So, um, and I did both. But uh, it, I don't think it's, and I mean, there are a lot of women who either cannot or do not want to have children, and they can just be as relevant in a lot of different ways. I have, to, I, have to, I have to say something here, because 
again, it's too long to say today, but it's a totally different story. The fact that I never managed to have children, there are things which torment me. One of the things which torments me is, I see how my parents are with us. We are their life. Now, we are my parents' life, my brother and I. They are my life. Scientifically, whatever, statistically, the likelihood is that they'll go first. Unless something happens, God forbid. But they know that until they go, they have someone, they have me and my brother who think they are relevant always. I always have the torment that my brother has his daughter, I don't have children. So I always have the torment that when my parents leave this world, where's, who am I? Because I am Andreana, daughter of Jessica and Joe. My brother is Carlos, son of Jessica and Joe, father of Julia. Andreana is daughter of Jessica and Joe. When they leave, I, the age here come, it comes here. Here I, here I, 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 I suffer a lot. But um, maybe we can help people watching. Therapy has helped. Because you know what? You don't know everything. Sometimes in life you need help to help yourself. And um, talking to them, my parents, you know, helps a lot. And understanding nature that it takes its course. And one day they'll be gone and I'll have a few years left without them. And then where am I going to be relevant? There. I, so I do have that doubt. I do have that. But you can be relevant. In yes, a but you have, and I yes, have friends. Listen, listen. Uh -huh. you, because you're a musician. Yes. I was like, what are you talking about? Yes. I mean, because immediately. But listen, you I don't a... care about the relevance. I do care, but at the end of the day, when you're home on your own, you mm -hmm. care about the relevance mm -hmm. to your soul. Mm -hmm. So I thank the Lord. I have a partner who I love to bits, gra great friends, because those are the ones who keep you youthful. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones who keep you young. So to my partner, I'm not a 48-year-old, I'm Andreana. Crazy idiot. Yeah, yeah, precisely. To Melanie, I'm Andreana, the one she freaks out with when we're out. And the one she shouts at when she's worried and the one who shouts at her. So if you have... Um, Again, I might be talking from an arrogant point of view because I've never been a mother, but sometimes I see so many people who is like in Maltese, oh, yenissa, yenissa. You know, come on, there's more to life. There's knitting, if that's what gives you pleasure. You have a thing for knitting there. Andy. No, I'm, it's I'm because I don't. It's, it's, it's because I'm into, the, into a jumper. I no, no, I know exactly what. I don't I know exactly. Knit. So I'm no, using no, no, knitting I know exactly as something. What you're saying. No. I paint on glass once upon a time. I mean, my mother is at the age she is, and when she's in her studio painting, she forgets about the back pain. She forgets about the, mm -hmm, the, the fact mm -hmm. that whatever. You know, she forgets. She's a Freaking, she's Picasso. That has no age. No, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I want to be. So, lady, I think we. Through you I know. I think not. that we need to have another discussion about this because, <laughs> Part as two. with yes, every I conversation think. with Helga, uh, and now these <laughs> ladies as well, I feel like we came to the the end of the discussion, but we've only just started scratching below the surface. But I do really appreciate you 
in all the, the messages that you passed across about being relevant, staying relevant, and redefining age as not how many years you have no, in exactly. you, but what life Experience. you have in you. Mm -hmm. Mm. Ladies, thank you so much indeed. We're going thank to do you. this again. Thank, but thank you. you so Excellent. much for thank every you. wisdom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.